in the course of the Saturday, Sunday, before I, I got out of the house, I managed to try and put everything up as high as I could, um, you know, raised all my cookbooks to the top of the shelf, um, put all my other cookbooks on top of the table, tried to put as much of my restaurant equipment up on um, kitchen benches. I mean, I had no clue. I thought it would be all safe when I came in the next day. All the cookbooks are ruined. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. The floods in Queensland and New South Wales have had a devastating impact on so many lives. Homes destroyed, lives taken, businesses ruined, people displaced. We caught up with Mal Mears in 2021 to hear his incredible journey as a chef. But in the last week, the floods have turned his entire world upside down. Mal, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going all right, man, at the moment. <laughs> It's it's been a really crazy period of time in our lives, and it's and it's not going away anytime soon. The damage has been incredible of these floods. Um, take us back a couple of days, and and what the experience has been like for you. Um, well, it's quite incredible. Um, just how much the water came up. Um, I don't think anyone really anticipated for um the water to go as high as it did. I know I certainly didn't um i think friday night i went downstairs just to sort of like have a look underneath my house and then um to check the um the wash machine and it's just yeah like in a matter of like two minutes for me walking around the the bottom underneath my house the um you know an inch deep um of um underneath my house because i got a i got a two-story house so i came halfway up and i managed to you know, save as much stuff as I could and try and prop stuff up. And then, um, then it started dropping about 4am. Um, and then, yeah, Saturday morning, I think the tide came up again. And then when it got to low tide, you could see the road and everything again. Um, so if we can get through the, the water overnight, then I'll be able to organize, you know, for uh, my dad to come around with his work here because it was just too late notice by the stage was coming in again and then um surely enough 24 hours uh, the high tide was supposed to be dropping we got to we got to low tide and now um <laughs> at the at the point of low tide the the water had actually risen another three steps and was three quarters of the way of going into the the top level of the house um yeah so it was at that stage you know um spending um you know, two days in my house with nothing around me. All I could see was water, um, other than like a two-hour two hour period where the where it did drop. Um, yeah, it was like pretty lucky that a friend was driving past um, my street because at that stage I just thought I was I was stranded, um, and I didn't realise that at the top of my street there was there was a bit of water. So it wasn't. It was probably about a three hundred meter. Um, swim to get out. Um, luckily, my wife and my my um, son were um, up at grandma's house, safe on the coast. But I still had to try and get get out with the greyhound. Um, and they don't really like water at the best of times. Um, yeah, so that that point, I decided, you know, the water's probably going to come in at least. Um, you know, probably maybe ankle high overnight, and it's probably not great to be, you know, caught in the house with a uh, with a greyhound overnight. Um, 
because the power box by that stage would have gone out um, as soon as as soon as it got to the top level, the power would have cut out, um, and then we would have been in darkness overnight. So, made the decision to jump on my bodyboard, and I was actually it was quite incredible because I was actually able to paddle out of my front gate um, over the neighbor's fence into their backyard where someone's pool blow up pool um, toy or whatever mattress was just laying in the backyard. So I was able to get on my bodyboard, paddle all the way into their backyard, grab the noodle and then um, go back to get the, the dog out and get her to safety before I could just grab a couple of, you know, um, basically it was just all I cared about was Sonny's, Sonny's clothes and his toys and his, um, like his, uh, like his like medicines and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, managed to get out with you know, wedding rings and jewelry and the two laptops. And it's so much to comprehend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just thought, yeah, just grab a couple of things that are, if I had to replace everything that like, you know, that's going to make the period of transition, um, a bit easier because obviously, you know, for me, I can just, I don't care what I, you know, where I can just flop around with anything from the, from an off shop or whatever, but you know, kids clothes and all that sort of stuff, it's a bit more annoying. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I had no, <laughs> no real like clue that it would get as high as it did. I, you know, in the course of the Saturday, Sunday, before I, I got out of the house, I managed to try and put everything up as high as I could. Um, you know, so I thought everything was safe. Um, I, you know, raised all my cookbooks to the top of the shelf, um, put all the other bo- boxes of cookbooks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not, not like, like you know, because I've got a lot of storage and stuff, um, put all my other cookbooks on top of the table, tried to put as much of my restaurant equipment up on um, kitchen benches um, and then, yeah, put... Um, you know, some treasured furniture on top of like the beds and tried to get the mattress up on top of um, the couch and, you know, get bikes somewhere safely. Um, And yeah, I mean, I had no clue. I thought it would be all safe. But when I came in the next day, the the water had gone about chest high in the top level. Um, All the cookbooks are ruined. Um, The... um, yeah, like the water just, you know, I managed to get the washing machine upstairs. Um, that was, that had gone pretty much under. I had like a good bread mixer and everything. That's, you know, that's still full of uh, water now because it just hasn't been a priority to empty it. Um, yeah, like just really like, yeah, I had no idea how destructive it would be. Like the couch was on one side of the living room and my bike was on the other and, when I managed to break through the door, um, the couch is sitting on top of one of the bikes. Like, it's just, yeah, it was fucked, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's pretty pretty brutal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we managed to save some clothes because I could, could get them to the wash um, straight away. And, obviously, plates and stuff don't – plates and pots and stuff don't break, but pretty much everything else is fucked. Like, um, yeah. What's given you strength in this period of time, and and um, and what's helped with this this huge upheaval um, that's still playing out in your life? Um, honestly, I don't think I've. Uh, I mean, it was I was pretty anxious before I got into the house, um, 
but when I got in, I mean, I think it it was like a little slap. Like it was pretty emotional for a bit and then to, I mean, whenever you have any other sort of trauma, the things that you have to deal with around that trauma, um, you got to go through the process to sort those out. And then I think once those things are sorted out, then um, that's when it really kicks in. So I think right now it's just running on. Uh, you know, I've still got a truck and save. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, And then, I mean, there's been so much support and, um, you know, all the well wishes um, uh, that, you know, people people have been, you know, touching base and, you know, um, just making sure that we're all right and, you know, offering help. Um, and then, yeah, I think my pretty much as soon as we walked in the door, I think my, my best friend, I think 20 minutes later, he'd, He'd started started a GoFundMe page to help with um, just trying to piece everything back together and um, get us back on our feet. So I think you know all of those things combined have just um, given me the you know a bit of strength to try and try and get through this. You know, like it's um, you know at the end of the day, um, like it's just stuff like you know the cookbooks. Um, they can be at the end of it, but you know, I was just spent night with um with water that you know when I when I did get out with Sally, like the water at the bottom of my step was probably up to my neck, just under my chin. So that's only three quarters of the way. It's probably half half as high as the water did eventually go. So um, you know, if I had have hung out and not not got out at night you know who knows what would have happened um because there would have been no way of getting out with sally and then sitting in flood water overnight or until it till it subsided um yeah so i guess just being very thankful for that and, and all the you know beautiful um support and messages from from people you know that um I've had the pleasure of working working with over the years and that have helped with food for thought and, and stuff over the time. So, yeah, feeling pretty, pretty pretty lucky out of all of it, to be fair, um, all things considered. I know you've got a, a, a long road ahead and a lot of a clean, a lot of cleanup to do, but do you, do you have somewhere safe for you and the family at the moment to sort of help rebuild? Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, like luckily, you know, when we moved, made the move to come back to Brisbane, it was part of the reason was to, to be closer to family and friends. So, because um, we grew up here, it's you know, we're lucky to have that support network, I guess, um, because we've been pretty nomadic, nomadic our whole adult lives, um, Kate and I. So, you know, it's always always been away from home. So yeah, we're pretty lucky at the moment that we've got. You know, I'm staying with my best friend at the moment, and um, Kate's up at up at her mum's. Uh, um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 pretty lucky. I'm actually looking forward. I haven't seen Sunny in a week, so um, I'll get back to the Sunshine Coast tonight and I get wow. to see him. So yeah, it's been hasn't been easy. Well, Mal, it's been an absolute honour to have you catch up with us. I know that it's so difficult for you at the moment. Um, there is a GoFund account 
set up to to help you guys and that's in the show notes on the podcast and if anyone wants to um donate to that they can find it there mal um good luck with everything you're a bloody inspiration mate and um we'll catch up again soon easy thanks mate thanks for the chat this is the deep in the weeds podcast i'm anthony huckstep Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well. <laughs>